Mujeres y Allies. This is Cristina Castañeda at Latina Vida, your host for today's Latina Vida Career Hacks. This is our mini-podcast featuring tips and insights from our newsletter that publishes each week. If you would like your own copy, please visit us at latinavida.org and you'll be prompted to sign up. This week's episode is about one of the hardest yet most fulfilling challenges of my life, leadership. There is a lack of women leaders in power right now, yet female leaders in countries such as Germany, Taiwan, Australia had very different approaches to handling COVID, while in the U.S. many places are still restricted and there's a rise in cases and there are even still businesses shut down. Now, when leaders are abusive, toxic, narcissistic, then it gives the team the message that being abusive and berating to each other is okay. And while women are often betrayed in media as she-devils in heels in movies and television, The Devil Wears Prada is a really good example of this, and I'm sure countless examples, there are so many more, but that slave-driving queen bee behavior that is portrayed as women leaders, it is counterintuitive, it is not effective, and it's not true. The truth is women can lead out of this pandemic and in a time of crisis is when true leaders are born because they can handle the face of danger. They can keep people strong and staying together and communicating together. Now, the quote of the day is from another fearless female leader, Michelle Obama. You may not always have a comfortable life and you will not always be able to solve all the world's problems at once, but don't ever underestimate the importance you can have because history has shown us that courage can be contagious and hope can take on a life of its own. Yes, Michelle Obama is correct. Courage is contagious. And remember, there are no bad teams, only poor leadership. And if you want to change the world, you can start by changing your team. Now, if you are a leader, a manager, or you feel that your team of peers are falling apart and you have a chance to step up because there is a lack of leadership, then this episode will have some tips for you. Uno, dos y tres, let's do this con ganas. Now, collaboration is everything. Your team needs to feel heard and they need to know that they can contribute and lean on each other for help. So as a leader, you have mapped out this strategy that's absolutely brilliant on your whiteboard and you want to take it to the team, delegate and execute. That's what good leaders do, right? Well, I hope you're not too attached to your plan because what you really want to do is ask them for their ideas and ask them to contribute. Letting them bring their ideas to the table will actually give them ownership and a sense of accomplishment once the project is done. They have to have something, they have to have a stake in the project. They have to have a stake in the mission and some sort of connection to it in order for them to produce their best work. If not, they're just going through motions. You don't want that because that's where mistakes happen. You want them to have a sense of pride in the work that they do and asking for their ideas and then asking to implement their own ideas as part of the plan is really going to work and make a win-win for the team. And collaboration and shooting around ideas with each other, it's actually really fun if you make it a fun environment. So, and it's, it sets an environment for team bonding. Don't lose that because you just wanna execute your perfectly planned whiteboard strategy. Let that go and let them contribute. Great leaders also have a sense of empathy. Now, if someone on your team is fearful of doing a big or difficult task, 
you can't order them or even shame them into it. I've seen new managers say that a worker is just lazy or even tells them that they're lazy or not performing and almost shaming them into it. But really, you need to confront the fear that they have of doing something difficult and scary. And sometimes you need to be transparent and just say, yes, this is a difficult task, but this is the situation we're in and it needs to be fixed. Now, there's no textbook answer that you can find from your HR manual about how to have empathy. You really just need to think about what they're going through and that fear that they have and sit down and have a powerful heart-to-heart -heart talk saying, I understand this is scary for you and this will be difficult, but we will get through this together as a team. How can I support you? And if you can do that and just have that heart-to-heart -heart moment with them, they will trust you, they will actually go through the fear, and then it will make them better in their skills and just overall better personal growth. But you need to be able to step into that moment of empathy with them and have that heart-to-heart -heart conversation. And once you help them break through the fear, they're not just going to do that one scary task. They're actually going to do a lot more big, riskier tasks that they didn't think they could do before. That's a gift you're giving them as a leader. And it all starts with having that sense of empathy. Now, as a leader, you got to think short-term and long-term and play the long game. Many times we're tempted to just put a Band-Aid on a bad situation or fix a leaky hole in the systems, right? But you definitely want to think long-term of the mission of the company and the mission for the team. So this starts with things like not tolerating negative behavior and instilling discipline in your team, making sure things stay on schedule, building their skills, and holding them to that standard. Now, if you have high performers on your team that do amazing things and have incredible skills, enhance that, nurture that. Because we as women, again, with the devil wears Prada, the she-devil in the suit, and the queen bee syndrome, we are not threatened by high performers. We have to nurture high performers because being threatened by someone who might have better skills from you is not a sign of strength if you are the only person who can do something on a team. That's not a strength, it's a weakness if you are threatened by a new person who wants to develop that skill. If your team cannot take over and run the show without you, then that's not a good thing. That doesn't mean you're powerful. It actually means that you haven't trained anyone well. So thinking long-term would be to train people by giving them new challenges and new tasks and letting them rise to the challenge. We are not that boss that people are portraying us. We have the skills. We have the heart and the hustle to lead companies out of this pandemic and out of this hole that we're in. And it starts by actually developing discipline, developing skills, and getting people to work through their fears. Now, leadership is a delicate balance. The more you do it, the harder it gets. So be strong, hang in there. And remember, times of panic are when the most charismatic and memorable leaders are made. Okay, mujeres, that's it. As todo, thank you for listening to Latina Vida Career Hacks. And remember, if you would like to support this work, please look for us on Patreon. We're also interested in featuring mini podcasts where you can comment and share how you are using these career hacks for your success. Please write us at info at latinavida.org or give us a shout out on Twitter at latinavida360. 
Remember, mujeres, to live your vida con intention. Abrazos.